Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Caussade, S.J. Book 1. On the Virtue of Abandonment to Divine Providence, Its Nature and Excellence. Chapter 1. Sanctity consists in fidelity to the order established by God and in submission to all his operations. Section 1. Hidden Operations of God. Fidelity to the order established by God comprehended the whole sanctity of the righteous order of the old law, even that of St. Joseph and of Mary herself. God continues to speak today as he spoke in former times to our fathers when there was no directors as at present, nor any regular method of direction. Then all spirituality was comprised in fidelity to the designs of God. But there was no regular system of guidance in the spiritual life to explain it in detail, nor so many instructions, precepts, and examples as there are now. Doubtless our present difficulties render this necessary. But it was not so in the first ages when souls were more simple and straightforward. Then, for those who led a spiritual life, each moment brought some duty to be faithfully accomplished. The whole attention was thus concentrated consecutively, like a hand that marks the hours which, at each moment, transverses the space allotted to it. Their minds, incessantly animated by the impulsion of divine grace, turned imperceptibly to each new duty that presented itself by the permission of God at different hours of the day. Such were the hidden springs by which the conduct of Mary was actuated. Mary was the most simple of all creatures and the most closely united to God. Her answer to the angel when he, she said, Fiat miki secundum verbum tuum, let it be done to me according to your word, contained all the mystic theology of her ancestors, to whom everything was reduced, as it is now, to the purest, simplest submission of the soul to the will of God, under whatever form it presents itself. This beautiful and exalted state which was the basis of the spiritual life of Mary, shines conspicuously in these simple words, Fiat Miki, Luke 1.38, Let it be done to me. Take notice that they are in complete harmony with those which our Lord desires that we should always have on our lips and in our hearts. Fiat voluntas tua, may thy will be done. It is true that what was required of Mary at this great moment was for her very great glory. But the magnificence of this glory would have made no impression on her if she had not seen in it the fulfillment of the will of God. In all things, she was ruled by the divine will. Were her occupations ordinary or of an elevated nature, they were to her but the manifestation, sometimes obscure, sometimes clear, of the operations of the Most High, 
in which she found a like subject matter for the glory of God. Her spirit, transported with joy, looked upon all that she had to do or to suffer at each moment as the gift of him who fills with good things the hearts of those who hunger and thirst for him alone and have no desire for created things. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, Apostle of Rome, Counselor of Popes, Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. This is what the psalm says. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. That today is a way of speaking about the present moment, the everyday circumstances. And God makes his voice known in the events of each day. Above all, in the duties that have to be faith faithfully accomplished. Insofar as God presents things to us to be done, to be accomplished, or to be suffered, to be accepted, he's speaking to us. God wants us to use our freedom to follow him. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice calling you to do something, inviting you to accept something, do not harden your hearts, as at Meribah and Manasseh, the psalm says. Well, is it possible for human beings to say yes to God? Is it possible for us to conform ourselves, to submit ourselves to the will of God under whatever form it presents itself? Is that truly possible for us? Yes. Because of Jesus and Mary. The grace of Jesus Christ operating in the Blessed Virgin Mary, a creature, a human person, shows what human persons are capable of now, through him, with him, in him. What Mary said, let it be done to me according to your word, can now be said by every human being. Why? Because the same yes of Mary is offered to each of us by grace. She is the model of faith, but not just the model, she is in some way the source. She, her heart is open to all of us to enter into, to participate in, so that we too can say to God, let it be done to me according to thy word. Let it be done to me according to your word. If today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Mary's yes to the angel Gabriel was both the moment in which the word became flesh. It's the moment in which God spoke his ultimate word to humanity. 
in sending his son, his ultimate message, his ultimate revelation, in whom he said everything he could say to us. Once God has sent his word, his eternal word, there's nothing more he could say to us. Everything he wants to say is contained in that word. And in that word's life and death and resurrection and ascension. That is the fullness of God's revelation, his message to humanity. And at the very beginning of that revelation, Mary gives us the clue to sanctity, the clue to following God, which is the submission to his will. The submission of our will to his will. That's the secret. That's the shortcut. That's the path to heaven. And what Mary makes known to us is that she did that because she was full of grace. That's what the angel told her. Hail Mary, full of grace. She did not say yes to God by her own power alone. No, it was by the grace of God within her. In fact, she was so full of grace, she had no sin, no stain of sin, and that's what enabled her, with nothing holding her back, to say yes. And so if we want to say yes to God at every moment, we need his grace. Nothing is impossible with God, the angel told her. Nothing is impossible with God. Our ability to follow his will is possible by his grace. And this is why we say the Our Father every day. We say the Our Father following our Lord's command because it tells us what we should desire and the order we should desire it, Aquinas tells us. We pray for God's glory to become by may thy name be holy. And then we want to be with God in heaven. Thy kingdom come. We want to share. But then we say, may thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May thy will be done in us as it was in Mary and Jesus. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.